hold your dog, get your dog. Do I yell out? Do I pull my dog away? Or do I kind of let it, let it pan out the way it should naturally? Let, what do you think, babe? What do you think I would say or do? Um, y- You would be like, who the fuck's dog is that? <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. Hello. Hi. I'm Richie Redding. I'm Dr. Lisa Littman. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> you just gave me a weird look while you did that. But uh, how are you? Glad to see you. Um, yeah. You know what podcast this is? I see you every waking minute of every day. It's these bliss. Days, so. <laughs> you know what podcast this is? We Don't Deserve Dogs. We Don't Deserve Dogs podcast. And we are happy as ever to have our guest today. He's a friend of mine that I just absolutely love seeing every time we run into each other at a club where I know he's going to be there. I know we're about to have a good time. So with no further ado, from MTV and Comedy Central, he's a comic. He's a boxer. He's the creator and host of the podcast Dirtbag Shit, OG New Yorker and animal lover, Mr. Sergio Chicona. What's up, Serge? I'm doing fantastically well. Thank you for having me, guys. Did you note my accent that I strived for there with Sergio Chicone? Did I do it right? Yeah, that was perfect. And I didn't notice any accent. It seemed just the right way. It didn't seem like you were faking it. It seemed like that's the way it rolls off <laughs> how, your tongue. How do you say it? Chicone. Chicone. Chicone, yeah. You got to hit that O. It's all about that O. You got to make that O sexy. Chicone. Chicone. Yeah, it feels okay. good. You know, but people butcher that last name. You... You you know, Richard. I mean, I'm not sure if you've been at the comedy clubs with me, but I've had people bringing me up to Sergio Ciccone, Sergio Chicon, <laughs> Sergio Chicken. <laughs> I've been brought up to chicken and been so flustered by it. What do you even address it? Just going in with my act because it's yeah. like an audition set and I really can't make fun of the host. Right. Oh. Well, guess I'm the chicken man. Um, (laughs) Speaking of him, uh, it is Sergio that noted on my mullet when it was really in its peak uh, this past summer. It was I did his podcast, Dirtbag Shit, right after you gave me a freshie. And Mm -hmm. it was him that said that I look like an illegal iguana farmer. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely look like you bred iguanas and have... Percocets in that little jean pocket for sale. <laughs> in the five pocket? What else are you going to put there? Right, exactly. Everyone knows what that little pocket's for. Have you seen a lot of illegal iguana farmers? Uh, or don't what? answer that. Don't answer that. <laughs> <laughs> don't self-incriminate. I, you know, listen, I'm a big, I'm big into watching these YouTube uh, reptile breeders and stuff. I'm not sure uh-huh. how many, how much of it is legal. They're constantly changing the laws with that stuff. If it's legal yeah. or not. Six hours yeah. later, it's legal. Six hours later, it's illegal. Who knows? But I'm all apart. I love them. I love to watch iguanas. Okay. Lisa says all the time that there's reputable breeders, but they're few and far between. And I think that goes times a thousand for illegal snake breeders. Um, Or or like good snake breeders. 
There's got to be so few snake breeders. Well, you know what I'm going to bring up. I can't talk about like with. the illegal wildlife trade without talking about the elephant in the living room. The have you the seen the, the elephant in the living room? I haven't. Yeah, it's a documentary based on the illegal wildlife trade. And it's good. It just like opens your eyes to the stats and the illegal wildlife trade. So Dude, there's more tigers in Texas in captivity than there are in the wild in India. Yeah. And it's all under the umbrella of conservation, but it's all bullshit. You know, they do it because they, they want the cubs so they can have like a little petting zoo. And those cubs are good for like six hours. <laughs> but it's not even that. It's people who have them as pets too. Yeah. People who keep them as pets. What was fresh in my mind was like Joe Exotic or those right. type yeah, of personalities, sure. those roadside yeah. zoos where they have, you know, you can pet the cub for the first four weeks and then they grow up and they just, you know, they basically just get rid of them. They sell them to anybody who wants to have them in their zoo or euthanize them. It's awful. It's not great. Yeah. It's not great. So we do want to know all about your animals. You are a, a, an animal father. But uh, before we get to your, to your current pets, uh, what'd you grow up with? You told me that you were like always an animal dude, right? Yeah, yeah. I was a young kid who preferred to feed squirrels on the street than play basketball with my friends. I was that, I was that type. That's <laughs> the most New York shit I've ever heard. Like, yeah, I love animals. Rats, squirrels, pigeons and shit. <laughs> <laughs> my boy Hassan used to come crossing over. Like that with his basketball. Yo, sir, do you want to play more? <laughs> and I would just have like a fanny pack full of peanuts. Like, nah, I'd rather feed the squirrels, you know. <laughs> I was a nerd, <laughs> Bob. I was a nerd. Hey, did you grow up Lower East? Yeah, Lower East Side, born and raised. So how old were you before you uh, got pets? Yeah, honestly, man, I, I've had animals as far as I can remember. Uh, my mother was very open to the idea of having uh, animals. I think she thought of it like, Oh, it's a good sense of responsibility as long as you take care of them. At one time, we had three dogs. One we got from a, a, a police officer who, who was allergic. So I had a Rottweiler like in 1988, in 1987. No one had these dogs. No. People in the projects thought it was a bear. Yo, he got a bear, yo. He got a bear. Like, they had no idea. It was huge. Yeah, and so how old were you with a with that dog? Six years old, walking the dog like this. <laughs> Pure bred Rottweiler, beautiful dog. He was with us for like thirteen years. I had a half greyhound, half collie that my uncle he couldn't take care of anymore, so we took him. <laughs> and then we had another dog that we just found in the street. So we had three dogs at one time, all in a New York apartment. Yeah, three bedroom apartment. Okay. Yeah, it was. But we in my room, I had a rabbit. The more the more I say this out loud, the more it sounds like we were hoarding. I promise you, it was all manageable. <laughs> <laughs> like when, when I say that out loud, I'm like, oh shit. We had seven dead cats, but they were under the couch. So. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so my mother always, you know, uh, was always all good with us. As long as I maintained, you know, I did the proper, the proper maintenance of all the animals. So you had... Three dogs and a rabbit. Yeah, guinea pigs, snakes. Wow. Yeah, so basically I had a bunk bed, and under that bunk bed, that platform, I had a, a rabbit, a snake, a <laughs> guinea pig. Oh, yeah, it was wild. I feel like uh, the stakes are pretty high that these animals can't mix. Yeah, you, I was going to say, not but not want, together. First right. of all, you've got a, uh, a, a greyhound and a rabbit. Yeah. Which is, That's impressive. I mean, just mortal enemies. How'd you get uh, the greyhound? It was a half greyhound, half collie. She was fast as hell. That's and, a high, strong-ass dog, too. Yeah. I mean, she was actually pretty cool. 
You know, and the more I think about it, in retrospect, I think about that. I think about having a rabbit in the same, you know, apartment as a guinea pig and, uh, a, a, you know, and uh, no, rodents with that sort of dog, they, 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 their senses must have been, like, heightened. And let's not forget about the snake. What kind of snake are we talking? <laughs> it, was a, it was a little garden snake. Ah, okay. That barely counts. Yeah, yeah that, that is the goldfish of the snake family. <laughs> what do garter snakes eat? Goldfish. No. Yeah, they, they eat goldfish. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> For real? Even though they're the goldfish <laughs> you, of garter snakes? You, feel, you feed the goldfish the goldfish? No, 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 not, not from Pepperidge Farm, like real goldfish. Not from uh, <laughs> I totally misunderstood. I th- <laughs> they love the pizza flavor. But the, the interesting thing about um, the, the, the different personalities with these dogs like Shamu, the Rottweiler, was super overprotective, loyal to one owner. You Which know, was my who? Mother, my mother, you know. And okay. he, was very, he was very assertive, very dominant, alpha male, you know. Like, he used to walk into the crib, and he would just look at people like this. It was almost like he had a toothpick in his mouth all the time. He like, yeah, he was denzel him. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then he would just put, he would put his big, he was like 140 pounds. He would just put his big ass on company, like, just lean on people, like, now you're going to pet me. You're going to pet You see that little stub of a tail? You're going to rub that area right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he did. I don't know why do they do that. Why do is that a, a, a display of dominance, Lisa? What do you think? They love the butt. I don't know. The, why, why do they rub their tail on you? Yeah, he would just, but he would like to certain people. He knew they were scared yeah. of him, and he would back up into them like, "Yeah, you're gonna rub all that. Uh, <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna massage my asshole right now." <laughs> <laughs> that tells you everything you need to know. I've, I've definitely seen dogs, dogs will like sit on other dogs or they will try to like, yeah, like sit on other people or dogs as like a sign of kind of dominance. Um, but they really like their butt scratched. That's how we knew that, uh, that Chloe was officially uh, not the world's greatest lion hound because Lisa's cat that she used to have sat right on her head and she didn't do shit about it. We were outside just like an hour ago and there was a bug crawling on her and she went and sniffed it and I like looked at what she was sniffing because I was like, why What is she? Why is she sniffing her leg? And it was a bug crawling on her. Like, eat that bug. She wouldn't even, she didn't even <laughs> eat the bug. Like, you're a dog. Wait. I had to take the bug and smash it. You have to hold that Between up. my fingers. But then when she ate the bug. She didn't you, eat the bug. But if she, she was just did, sniffing the bug, like freaked just, out because she, she ate a bug. No, she was just she was just <laughs> sniffing the bug. Like, okay, bug, you crawl on my leg, even though you're tickling me and making me uncomfortable. Yeah, she had. And you, you expect <laughs> her to do that shit. If I see a, a big ass yeah. roach in the apartment, I got th- now. So this is present day. All right, I got yeah a a a, a, a pit bull, a, a three cats. Eight snakes. I don't want to see a roach Holy in here. Shit. <laughs> I don't want to see a roach in here. When I see a roach in here, it's like you guys are not paying your rent. Like, mm-hmm. kill the roach. Why am I mm-hmm. up at six o'clock in the morning with one shoe off, climbing on a ladder like this? <laughs> you know? Do you do you have one particular roach killer? I, I don't know. I, I feel like I witless. I don't see a lot of them. But right. when I see one, that's, that's enough for me. It's like, yo, there's yeah. there's four of you guys moving around the apartment. This shouldn't happen. <laughs> All right, so who's the squad? Break it down for us. I got Curry. She's from Tennessee. Curry? Curry. She's a, my pit bull bulldog mix. 
She's like 65 pounds. We got her from uh, a shelter, a rescue called Pop Stars. And okay. we, they shipped her on a Friday. We picked her up on a Saturday in Chelsea, the west side of New York. And she had really bad uh, allergies. So her skin looked like suede that got caught in the rain. Oh, yeah. that's a good description. Uh-huh. Yeah, she had a really, like, you can see a rib cage. She was in pretty bad shape. But we picked her. They told us she's a sweet dog. She gets along with cats and will get along with younger kids. That's important because my daughter's eight years old and we yeah. had two cats at the time. Yeah. Curry is a sweetheart of a dog, man. She gets along with other dogs. She gets along with people. She may be too friendly with people. Like I feel, you know, someone <laughs> ran up on me in the streets. I don't know if she'll do the stereotype pit bullshit. I think she would just be like, it's a game. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new friend. Exactly. Uh, is she a, a blue? I think I've seen pictures of her before. Yeah. I, you're not sure. They said she's an American bulldog mix. She has wrinkles. By her muzzle, a lot of people thought she might be have a little sharp in her. I think American bulldogs have the wrinkles by the muzzle as well. So it's like a pit American bulldog mix. She's like sixty five pounds, seventy, and she's a sweetheart. She's a sweet. How old was she when you got her? So because I love her so much, she was two. So when people ask me how old is she now, I say she's two. I don't want her to age. So she's probably like four or five. She's gonna live forever. Yeah. And how many uh, snakes you got there? Eight. Are you breeding snakes? Are you breeding snakes? <laughs> I, am, I am not. <laughs> Sergio, we're recording this. <laughs> this is like when you ask somebody if they're an undercover cop. They have to tell you. Are you breeding snakes illegally? <laughs> I'm not. And I'm, uh, you know, the thing is with snake breeders, you know, some of these could, uh, some of these snakes will give birth to like 30 live babies or 50 to 60 eggs oh my god where do these snakes go where do i I have no idea where do these snakes go there's not many people like me yeah but also (laughs) don't they won't they eat their own there are people you'd be surprised that i mean you know you see the huge conferences there's definitely a lot of people who are into their they're herps. They're what? Herp- Herp- yeah. Herpetology. Herpetologists. Okay. Yeah, I, I, That's yeah. what they call them. Herps. <laughs> right. Yeah, and when you, it's a funny thing, right? If you go looking for reptiles, be like, oh yeah, like go look for reptiles in the in, in the wild. Like yeah, we're gonna go herping. What? <laughs> we're gonna go herping. Do you consider yourself a thing. big herp? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big nasty <laughs> herp. <laughs> How do you stop snakes from breeding? Can you get your snake spayed or neutered? Well, in captivity, no. you mean? Maybe. Yeah. Can you? I don't, well, even, they, I don't know. I don't think well, so. Well, in captivity, it's simple. They're solitary creatures that prefer to be alone. So they all have their own individual enclosures. None of them are put okay. together. Yeah. Next question. As yeah. a bit of a herp yourself. Uh, <laughs> can Is there such a thing as mixed breed snakes? Yes. Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. So you could like... Have a cobra python mix? I don't. Any, yeah, probably. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't know about those two specific, but yeah, people mix them all the time. Really? So there's mutt snakes out there. Yeah, but it has to be like two different types of pythons. So I guess like it has to be within the same species. I guess. Okay. So maybe like a ball python and a Burmese python could could match up. But I don't think like a boa, like a boa constrictor and a python could breed. I could be wrong. Somebody look this up and let us know. I don't know. We're for sure 
for sure going to get a DM about this one. I'm positive. Uh, <laughs> there's there's people that love to tell us when we're wrong, and I personally like it a lot, especially when Lisa's the one that's wrong. It's the best. Uh, but do snake breeders like try to make them like a a cavy poo? Is it like a balmese? Yeah. What? Well, yeah, they'll they'll do that with coloring. We're like we're like right. different that's morphs. Right. Yeah. Uh, so there'll be there's all si- sorts of different like different color morphs like thousands when i was first into snakes back in the 90s it was different you put a snake in a 10 20 50 gallon tank hood light you didn't regulate the heat and you fed them live <laughs> rats you fed them live uh, rats that's the way we did it you were in the bus you were on a bus the m22 <laughs> with a large jumbo rat with red eyes breaking out of a bag and you're like this everything is fine everything is fine and there was times that the rat would get loose in a pet bag, bag and I'm just like, everything is fine. And then I would get home and You're feed on the this bus live. with a loose rat? Yeah. And, that, and that I had to deal with that. I, I, that's what I had to deal with. I used to go to pet lab and tell them, I, I'm going to need a cardboard box. None of that parakeet shit. You can't put my rat in a parakeet box. I needed a big UPS style box. And did they know what the score was? Yeah, they knew how they, they knew how own snakes. So what do you feed them now? Now the game has changed. So it used to be live rats, and that's rats. Frowned, that's frowned upon. Now it's frozen thawed. So when you come to my apartment, uh-huh. I got Ben and Jerry's ice cream. I got frozen kale and frozen rats. <laughs> what? There's dead rats in your freezer right oh, now. Oh yeah, yeah, like thirteen oh, of them. Hell no. <laughs> Is that where you get the price break when you buy a baker's dozen? Oh, absolutely, man. Dude. That's- I mean, we have a separate freezer for Chloe's food. Yeah. This is probably a good reason for a separate freezer. Uh, Lisa's a, a big fan of the fresher frozen movement and yeah. uh, <laughs> fresher frozen rats. Are they are they organic rats? Are they, they uh, are. <laughs> are they local? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have no idea, man. I, I, listen. I know that I've been tempted because they're fucking expensive. I've been tempted to pick some for my backyard and see what would happen. <laughs> I dare you to pick up a rat. I dare you. They are so full of disease. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, really... I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. yeah. Back to Lisa's point. It wouldn't hurt to get a, a second freezer. Just not for nothing. Yeah. You know, so that yeah. like maybe your daughter doesn't accidentally go in for perhaps a fudge sickle and come out with a frozen <laughs> rat. I mean, you know, run your own operation. I can't tell you how to live. I'm just saying yeah, it. The thing all. is, if I see a, <laughs> a, a separate fridge, then I'm thinking like, damn, man, I could have put another snake tank there. What a waste of space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might want to check in on well, your instincts love. on you that really one. Love your <laughs> yeah, the more the more I talk. The more I, fu- I, 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 it feels like I got a problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I never said this out loud. Yeah, it sounds like bedlam. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is organized, and they're all separate enclosures. I spot clean. You know, everything is is coordinated and manageable. And the thing is, I don't, I won't go through uh, dirtbag breeders. I mean, you really don't know the breeder personally all the time. But I'll go on Craigslist. And find someone. Oh, reputable. 
Yeah, I go on Craigslist. Said that nobody might, that ever. That might be the way that rep, even reputable bre- snake breeders do it. I don't know. Am I wrong? I, I don't know. For snakes, it's different. No, no, but they're not snake breeders. They're people giving up their pets. So right. I rather, oh, yeah. yeah ra- you know, they're not. I never bought from a guy who says, "Yeah, I got thirty snakes in the trunk. See me at Washington right. Square Park." It's always like <laughs> I'm was- giving up a snake. What are the names of all these snakes? Go. All right, we got Pluto, Galaxy, Penelope. Comet, Astro, Jupiter, Neptune, and Oliver. <laughs> okay. So there's a theme here. I just realized it's the same amount as, uh, as was it eight reindeer that Santa had? <laughs> but maybe you could be like a, a snake Santa. <laughs> So uh, we want. We did miss. He did have a question, though. I think it was about why your dog is smelly. Yes. Oh, yes. Why is that? Like, my dog, (laughs) the nickname for my dog is Curry Fish Sticks. It's like. (laughs) After three days, this the skin, the everything. A- after three days of what? After what's after three? I'm oh, sorry, yeah, I'm not, I'm not completing my sentence here. After three days after her bath, she's a smelly. Okay, <laughs> I love when people just talk and just assume. I mean, I did know what you were saying there, but just for anybody who didn't, um, three days after her bath, got it. After yeah. three days, no, I mean dogs. Dogs smell because they have a mixture of like bacteria and yeast on their skin. Um, and yeah, everybody's flora is different, but especially if she's prone to allergies, that can definitely make like beast and bacteria take over more so because one of the theories behind allergies is that they have like a defective skin barrier and dogs absorb allergens through their skin or like we inhale them through our respiratory tract. So we get like itchy, watery eyes and nose or whatever. They get infected and itchy skin. Um, and so... One thing you can do is if you if you don't want her to be so smelly, I mean, is to bathe her more often. As long as you're using a proppy proper a proppy, as long as you're using a proppy dogger shampoo. Yeah, proppy dog. <laughs> proppy dogger, <laughs> a proper dog shampoo, um, and probably for her, a medicated one would be really good. Do you have any medicated? Yeah, yeah, we have that. What What do you have? Do you know? Uh, I could pull it. It's over there. I forgot which okay. one it is, but it's definitely no one that we, we can... got from the vet. I love the Duxo chlorhexidine one. That's D O U X O. They actually sell on Amazon now, which is crazy. Okay. But because um, it's really prescription, but uh, but I love that one. So. I love that one for yeah medicated baths that and so you can do it you can do it more often you can bathe her more often that would really be it or also wipes you can wipe her down with like certain doggy wipes yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. so um, but yeah that's why it's the allergies and the turnover and do you think it stinks to her or she just like her her own she funk? likes her own no I, I and, and I'm not that sensitive towards it you know this mm-hmm. nose has been very naughty for years so it's like I probably. <laughs> Yeah. Without saying too much, I've done a lot of drugs in the past, so this no doesn't really work well. And it's probably been punched a few times, Without too. Without saying too much, I've done a lot of drugs. Yeah, I don't want to give away the whole story, but a lot of cocaine went through each one of these nostrils. Yeah. Hint, you know, hint. Co- cocaine and left hands, you know? Right. Yeah, between jabs and blow. 
<laughs> but all things considered, it's still a little cute button nose. Look at that nose. It's it is yeah. a good one. Yeah. It's like a little rabbit nose. There's <laughs> as boxers' noses go. I mean, you're a, you're a supermodel. Yeah. Oh man, listen, man. I uh, I was very uh, elusive, man. I was like a mongoose and, in there. And as drug addicts, between <laughs> uh, between one to Artie Lang, that's a gorgeous nose you got there, friends. <laughs> Yo, I forgot about Artie Lang's nose, man. I, Jesus, oh. it's jarring when you see him. Wow. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah. Holy yeah, it's, shit, that is scary. Yeah, man. God bless Artie. I, I hope he, uh, he he holds it together, man. But um, we have come to the point where our listeners have been dying to know the whole time, I'm sure, when we are going to get to the personality test so that we can better get to know your beloved Curry. Okay? okay. Yeah. yeah. This, is, this isn't called We Don't Deserve Snakes. Search. Uh. Uh, <laughs> but we learn something new every day. No, that was very, very informative. But, okay, we'll start right here with the personality test. It's Cosmo style, okay? So on a scale from 1 to 10, uh, how savage does Curry get? You know what, man? She's very docile. Is it docile yeah. or docile? She's very docile. It depends. I think, do- I think docile. docile. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's a savage who wanted to play. She's always like... If you say run, Curry, run, she'll plant her ass on the floor and run with her, with, you know, and pull herself with her front legs and just like, what? yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Like she plants her ass. It's not, it's not a, it's not butt surfing, but she's savage with play. So I would say when it comes to play, she'll play with any dog. The dog run. She's a hardcore ten. She likes to get down and play. Okay. Okay. Yeah. How is her stamina when playing? Yo, she got the stamina. Of uh, 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 of a retired boxer, you know, it's just like it's good for two rounds. You know, she showboats for those two rounds, like yeah. But then after that, she's just like panting, <laughs> laying on her side. Yeah, so I'll take her running. We'll do like a mile and a half, and after that, she be- she turns into a mule. I'm like, this dude, <laughs> Chloe's good for a a block and a half, maybe. <laughs> um, problem solving skills. You know what, man? We keep it mad simple. She could sit and go. She don't got to solve any problems here. It's an easy life. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> street smarts. How would she set, How would she fare on, on the mean streets, do you think? Man, let me tell you. I had this homeless dude roll up on us with dusty-ass boots, six-inch nails, dirt embedded in them, and she uh, just... Just allowed this guy to pet her. <laughs> she wagged her tail. Her street, her, her street smarts are whack. She needs to prep it up. Well, that is a first, but I am going to accept on a scale from one to ten, whack. I am accepting that. <laughs> That's a one. Uh, minus one. So, and also another first because it is. Uh, it is you, Serge, and you are the the official expert on dirtbag shit. How dirtbag does Curry get? I mean, you know, listen, the fact that she smells like a fish stick. Um, she, <laughs> There's that. There's yeah, that. She eats cat shit. You know, she eats cat shit. And, and the thing is that she knows that is wrong. She eats cat shit like I walk around a buffet. She doesn't know. She doesn't yeah, know. I, like I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, she doesn't know. But she eats cat shit. And she knows this. She knows that is wrong because she doesn't do it in front of me. So I'll she see like, like cat litter. <laughs> Yeah, she knows that she got kind of like sprinkled on her nose and she looks at me like, hey, what's going on? What, what, what? I, don't, I, I can't hear you. What? 
Yeah, like you know how you might walk through a buffet and be a dirtbag and pick an olive with your bare hands. That's the way she eats. <laughs> she knows because she'll never do it right in front of me. Fantastic. So moving on to our next segment, I have prepared for you a game, uh, another game made just for you, Sergio. Pitbull or nah? I'm going to give you the name of six rappers with dogs that have their own Instagram account. And you are going to tell me if they have pit bulls or nah. This list comes from Double XL Magazine. Okay, fun. Push a T. Double XL? Wait, what kind of magazine is that? Rap. It's a hip hop magazine. Oh, okay. <laughs> this Push one, a T. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> he definitely Push. has a pit, yes. Pitbull. CJ Thornton is a gray foof, a floof. I'm calling him a multi poo. It is not a pit. It is a floof. Jesus Christ, push uh-huh. it, slacking. Yup. Uh, Wiz Khalifa. Oh, he definitely, nah, he has a soft, he gets high too much. He wants to touch something soft, you know, when he's mellow. His, and- his dog, Vincent, is a French bully. <laughs> that is correct. You're, you're one and one here. Uh, <laughs> moving right, or, right along to Atlanta's own big boy. Pitbull, he, got, he, he, uh, he breeds them. And he also has a pet owl, dirtbag. Wait, what? He has a pet owl? <laughs> yeah, the owl That's walks a whole... around like a little person in his apartment like well, this. You... <laughs> <laughs> that is a really great owl impression. His owl moves around like a penguin. It's dirtbag, bro. He got that shit just moving around his mansion. I have a, to look into mon- this. What are those called? A monocle? Monocle. Yeah, he just got <laughs> a monocle. Like Mr. Peanut? Yes. yes. <laughs> so, a little pain. Uh, well, according to Double XL, he has a dog named Lil Brother, who is another Frenchie. But you said it with such self confidence that I am going to give it to you. <laughs> I, I, you seem you seem confident. I'm not going to take it away from you. If you you could be lying, and I don't care. Uh, <laughs> Trey Songs, You're two for one right now. By the way, ooh, that's going to put you at two for two because Kane Songs is an adorable black and white French bully. He has, he's like a Dalmatian-looking French bully. Hmm, interesting. Absolutely adorable. Frenchies are very popular. Do you, Lisa, you must see a lot of Frenchies, right? Oh, so I, I'm like a French bulldog expert. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the them? city, there's so, oh, a ton, a uh, ton. Uh, a fella I don't know named Riff Raff. Do you know Riff Raff? What kind of dog he's got? You're two for two. Uh, I would say Riff Raff probably has a pit bull. He does not. He has a gorgeous husky named, not all that imaginatively, Jody Husky. Oh, wow. Jody? Why? What's the Jody? Uh, Lisa, dude. Is, it, is it true that Huskies don't listen well? They're very hard to train? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, they're really high strung. You know, they're working dogs. They've got a ton of anxiety and just like go, go, go. So oh they can God. be tough dogs for Maybe sure. Maybe I'm a Siberian Husky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, final one. This is just to pull even. Kevin Gates. Does he have a pit bull or nah? Pitbull. That is correct. <laughs> he was the only one of the whole damn bunch other than the one that you might have lied about, but I gave it to you anyway. Uh, speaking of unimaginative, Bully is the name of his dog. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, finally a real pit bull, but he appears to be a pocket pit, so he can travel with him. What? Yeah, those are, those are dirtbag dogs, right? When you breed them like that, right? They got the, the low rider. Well, nobody should be breeding them for sure. But yeah, I don't know if people breed them like that, but a lot of people they will call them pocket pits if they're small. Um, you know, and the thing is a pit bull isn't a breed. A pit bull is an amalgamation. Like you will never see that at the AKC. A pit bull is an amalgamation of, um, 
of so so it's crazy that they're discriminated against just because again they're they're not even a breed but they're usually an amalgamation of like mostly Staffordshire Terriers and then whatever else um, yeah, so right, right. yeah they can be whatever makes them up but yeah. yeah as Lisa usually likes to say if it ain't pit it ain't shit <laughs> Dr Lisa <laughs> yeah. It's totally my thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Serge, we're going to wrap this thing up. Uh, you've been a fantastic guest, and there's only one thing left to do, and that is to determine by way of a quiz if you, Sergio Chicone, deserve dogs. You know what it is. It's time for a quiz about dogs and shit. So this is the first ever hip hop dog quiz. Okay, I I felt like you your 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 New York vibes might just give you a natural advantage here. Okay, okay. you grew up All in right. the birth of plip, of hip hop, plip plop, as I like to call it. <laughs> okay, and these are multiple choice and best out of three. Okay. Okay. Kevin Gates went viral with a 15 second video of himself in the airport letting his dog do what? Kiss his face? Lick his grill clean, go pee pee inside, or Ghislaine Maxwell was never actually in custody. Lick the grill. That is correct. Wow. Lick the grill. Did you see the video? No, he looks like the type. Son, son. <laughs> it is like, I, I, I'm good for like three or four kisses when Chloe like licks Lisa's <sighs> face. He holds his lips open as wide as possible. Nice. And let's and the dog is licking the grill on his teeth. <laughs> it is gnarly. Nice. Yeah, that's that's some true dirtbag shit. Yes, for our white listeners, that's not an outdoor cooking device for hamburgers. It's sparkling <laughs> uh, tooth guard. Okay. Uh, question number dose. In January of 2020, and I can't believe I missed this, Dallas-based rapper Rockstar went viral with a music video called Puppy Bouncing, parentheses, in the box. Okay. What does the video feature two and a half minutes of? Scantily clad women twerking? Driving an expensive car that he rented for the photo shoot? Grown men playing with real guns and fake money? Or a puppy bouncing in the box? A puppy b- bouncing in the box. That is correct. Wow, he knows. That he doesn't even correct. think about it. Wow. Uh, dude, okay, buddy. This quiz was made for you. It's two and a half. <laughs> you have to look this up. It's two and a half minutes of pure joy. It has 653,000 views. And I, I mean, I just can't believe that you, listeners, I'm talking to you, listeners, we that see you it never sent it. us a link to this. Come on, guys. <laughs> let us know about it. It's the best dog video. It's a little Maltese like creature bouncing on beat in a box. Uh, <laughs> he says in the song that his puppy bounces all the time. And I'm afraid Lisa, the ruiner, would tell me that the dog has like a brain aphasia or something that calls him to, bo- <laughs> to bounce. <laughs> whenever something's adorable, Lisa ruin ruins everything. it. It's like, yeah. no, that's brain which, damage. Which reminds me doubly of... <laughs> that's the doctor in you. That's some real doctor yeah. shit. Like, no, you're going to die. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, dude, question number three. You've already won the game, okay? But let's <laughs> see if do. you can run up a perfect store. Store. Perfect store, <laughs> or perhaps a perfect score. Either one. Now, of now you're talking okay. like me. <laughs> okay, so uh, the rapper Rockstar did not stop there with his viral hit "Puppy Bouncing." Parentheses in the box. He went on to put out a banger known as the Puppy Album, which had a precipitous drop off in views after his first hit. But 
He came back swinging this August with a parody of Cardi B's WAP with a WAP of his own, Wild As Puppy. <laughs> Instead of the pornographic song that broke the internet, Rockstar made his entire song about what? A tiny dachshund running on top of a squeaky toy? The Maltese puppy trying to get up on the bed? A little Jack Russell chewing the rug? Or a mixed breed fellow with the zoomies? <laughs> ah, I'm going to go with the, the first one. The Datsun or the Dachshund? Wow. Unbelievable. This is the first quiz I think you haven't, we haven't cheated on. I, <laughs> wow. I think, I think Sergio might be a, uh, the a rock star fan. <laughs> you are the wiener. And it turns out. You deserve dogs. Yeah. yeah. For some reason. Uh, and snakes. Yeah. For, for some reason, the uh, the video that the entire beat itself is made out of a puppy being annoying with a squeaker wasn't a hit. But uh, <laughs> it is very funny nonetheless. And we love him for trying. Sergio, congratulations. Uh, where can people find you, buddy? Sergio Chicone on all platforms. S-E-R-G-I-O-C-H-I. C-O-N as a Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> Very well done, sir. Uh, you guys know you can find me everywhere is at Richie Redding. Uh, for the next month or so, I'll be yelling at people on at parks, on rooftops, <laughs> uh, wherever there's an outside venue. I'll be like a crazy person screaming at them. <laughs> uh, at Dr. Lisa Lippman. Yeah. Good job, babe. Burped. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our episode. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Much love. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. Thanks, Sergio. Man. Bye. Thanks so much. This is great. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to We Don't Deserve Dogs. I'm Richie Redding. And I'm Dr. Lisa Lippman. Yeah. And you can find both of us at our respective handles, those exact names, at Richie Redding, at Dr. Lisa Lippman. And uh, I just want to give special thanks to our editor, of course, who is Jordan Aaron, and our executive producer, King Joffrey himself, Jeff Umbro, of The Podglomerate. And you can find more of their shows at thepodglomerate.com. Some of the music in this episode comes from Breakmaster Cylinder. Make sure to check out the sponsors you heard in this episode because that really helps provide the show to you free of charge. Let them know we sent you. It also really helps people to find the show if you rate and review on Apple Podcasts or share an episode on socials. Tag us at We Don't Deserve Dogs and let us know what you thought. We'll see you next week when we return with another episode of We Don't Deserve Dogs. All content provided on We Don't Deserve Dogs is for informational purposes and entertainment value only. None of the content on We Don't Deserve Dogs is intended to constitute third-party veterinary advice or any other third-party professional advice. The content We Don't Deserve Dogs distributes or transmits should not be considered as a substitute for any type of professional veterinary advice. Nothing on We Don't Deserve Dogs is intended to be used as a veterinarian's diagnosis, veterinary treatment, or any other veterinary service and should not be relied on to affect the medical therapy of any pet. Nothing transmitted to or from We Don't Deserve Dogs can replicate a true doctor-patient relationship between yourself and a veterinarian. Your dependence on the content of any information found on or transmitted by We Don't Deserve Dogs is at your own risk. For veterinary care and advice, please see your veterinarian. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.